0: Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast episode number 224. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. Uh, today's guest, Mr. Ruben Trujillo of Cafe Poros. I'm so excited to share his story. Let me just say coffee has gotten really complicated nowadays for me. I have had so many things introduced to my life, uh, cold brew, uh, nitro, uh, just everything under the sun. So to go back to a simpler form of coffee is just something that I have needed in my life. So Ruben and I have met through just networking and he was so incredible to share his story and his journey has been so incredible as a in South Korea he has come back to America and started this business uh, because he has such a passion for coffee and just a just a deep-rooted passion for just being in that moment of drinking coffee and being in a uh, intimate environment so shout out to Ruben thank you so much for coming in thank you so much for making this business because it has made me re fall in love with coffee Um, so Go check it out. And now we move into our business side. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We do have a blog that is a little bit more of the intimate side of Brittany and I. And then we also have a newsletter that you can sign up for. If you just want the official stuff, you just need to get in and get out. Sign up for that newsletter. We will send it to you. Brittany works hard on both of these things, on top of which you can reach us at social media, all under finding. Arizona podcast that's Facebook Instagram Twitter we are available for you to contact and DM and tell us what you want to do tell us what you want to collaborate with tell us what you want to hear next Uh, last but not least there is ways for you guys to support us and this podcast it is patreon.com slash fighting Arizona podcast there you can sign up for a monthly subscription to help support us get on our feet help buy new equipment help us get out there into the world uh, beyond the valley on top of which we also really appreciated. we have a lot of things for you guys to digest there there is uh, ways to become super fans uh, there is a bonus podcast called fine examination 50 questions uh, that we fill up with every guest that comes through our doors and it is so much fun for them to kind of have this palate cleanser of a podcast after having this deep rooted you know introspective talk about how they started their business they just need a palate cleanser and then we feel like these questions questions really help them feel good about themselves and feel good about who they are and what they're doing. Sometimes it's not feeling so good. Um, Some people feel like they don't read enough or they don't, you know, not a part of life enough or something. But it's always a good way to just kind of get away from what we just talked about. And it's always just so much fun. Uh, I encourage you guys to go check that out. Last but not least, we jump right into our community cork board. If you would like to send us an event, we appreciate it. We will shout you guys out like the following. I'm so excited because it's starting to get warmer and warmer. And that means cool events, uh, more people outside, more events taking place outside. So I'm excited. So February 8th, Valentine's Day Artisan Market taking place over at Roosevelt Row Arts District. This is the first Friday, um, and this is always such a good time so I encourage you guys to always check out um, artisans all the time um, it's always going to be a blast for you guys to support local and be local next up February 23rd downtown pedal around to the Churchill this is taking place over at the Phoenix Civic Space Park and there you will um, have the third annual anniversary of the pedal around and you will take a ride over to the Churchill where you'll have favorite retail market spaces um, and you'll also be able to shop around and eat some food at the same time so that'll take place Sunday February 23rd from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Last but not least, Phoenix Flea uh, taking place March 7th. Yes, they do the springtime Phoenix Flea. Uh, I don't know. We do this Phoenix Flea live event every year, and we want you guys to tell us who do you want to interview over there at Phoenix Fleet because there's over 150 vendors so we can't reach all of them but we want to hear from you guys send us uh, a DM or a post over at Instagram or Facebook send us something let us know what you guys want to do and who you want to hear uh, that ends our community corkboard and this is our intro into episode number 224 with Ruben of Cafe Poros. I will see you on the next one What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a convo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at EIC.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Have some fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. As always, we bring in someone very special every week. And today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a very special guest who is a
1: coffee fanatic. I'm going to let him introduce himself and his business so that we can get started. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here today. Absolutely. Thank you. you. Uh, My name is Ruben Trujillo and I'm the founder of Cafe Emporos and my company, it simplifies the process of brewing a fresh cup of coffee anywhere.
0: Awesome. Welcome, Ruben. I really appreciate you coming in. So you and I met over at Phoenix Flea and uh, you gave, you know, we always go to Phoenix Flea for the live interviews and we just really get to sit down and talk with um, a lot of the newcomers just because... In the beginning, we want you guys to get to know us a little bit before you yes, come yeah. in, and so yeah. it's always
1: fun to kind of do those little interviews. Um, how did Phoenix Fleet go? First off, there, it's excellent. I this that was my third one that I met you guys at, and we're going to be doing another one March seventh. Awesome! So I got accepted in that one, so I'm Sweet. It's always Congrats. a success. So it, that that, that uh, market is very well put together.
0: So. Yeah, absolutely. It's very curated it to is, the point yeah. of like man i don't know how they do it every year yes, it's yeah. so crazy mm-hmm. um so we we met and then you gave us a, fr- a free sample of yes, your yeah. of your mm-hmm. coffee and Brittany and i both wanted to partake in it together and i don't know if you saw the little clip yes, that we yeah, posted I appreciate it. no absolutely that's what we're about and so one of the things i have to say is that this is a one two three four step yes, process yeah. and i'll let you kind of take it off what you know why choose this method what 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 about
1: it kind of catered to you and what you wanted to do with your business well it, it kind of goes all the way back when i started my business it wasn't going to be a filter it was opening up a coffee shop that's oh, why okay. it's cafe Poros. oh nice okay and so you know starting a business there were a lot of i know like challenges ups and downs and yeah. uh, all those kind of trials led to a product okay and yeah. um so that's kind of how how this happened was, nice was i like that filter. okay so what about
0: the um what made you pivot from a cafe to this product?
1: Um, I held on to the idea of a cafe for a while. I was an English teacher in South Korea. Yeah, that was, uh, I was wanting to yeah, get into so that. So that's a huge part in why I'm doing any of this. Yeah. And so um, there was a there was a boom in the coffee industry while I was there. I don't know the exact number, ten to 12,000, but it was roughly about that amount while I, when I arrived in 2010. Okay. When I left, there was over 50,000 coffee shops. Oh, my gosh. So it was, a, it was just this, this you know, a bunch from everywhere. And I didn't have a car, so I saw all these coffee shops popping up. Yeah. And I think I visited all 50,000. I went to... Every, every time I went to a new city, I would visit coffee shops and just... I just enjoyed doing it. not nice. Not having a business in mind, just just, just being there. Being yeah, there, being, being in being, the environment. I loved yeah. it. And everyone was... Everyone, every which one of them was uh, very unique. Yeah, everyone absolutely. Everyone had its own style, so...
0: And so, um, the one reason... Well, the reason why we kind of were partaking into you at that moment at Phoenix Flea is that we had just come back from our honeymoon, and down there, we actually spent... Um, i honeymoon in Mexico City. Okay, and so when we were down there we too wanted to partake in a lot of the traditional. Well, at least a lot of the local vibe. Yes. and so uh, Brittany and I really are Coffee like we like coffee. Mm. I she likes it way more than I do okay. But I will drink a coffee knowing that it, it comes from a very yes. specific place a very specific technique or something like that mm. I'm all about it. So um you know, we, we went to this little cafe down in Mexico city yes, yeah. and it was literally the best cup of coffee because it's like, it was so, it was so interesting to me that this such a small place had so many people coming in and out of yes, it. Yeah. And w- there was a reason why this is best tasting coffee mm-hmm. is local coffee, like local beans. They do the pour over method. Yes, yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's why we kind of, you know, looked at you, yes, looked yeah. at your booth and we were like let's meet this guy. Let's yeah, get to you. know him a little bit better yeah. and kind of really, um, really dive deep with him because we were like in a coffee kick. But it's yes, it's yeah. really great to know your story and how you came to be and kind of, I want to know, you know, we talked about South Korea. What about being there inspired you to, or what about it in the coffee? Like, was it the culture? Was it just like technique wise? What What about that coffee world?
1: Oh, it was kind of interesting how I got like the spark was i remember it was like in maybe 2012 i uh, cause i was there for five years yeah and so someone served me i think my first year there they served me a cup of coffee with a latte art bear okay like a bear oh okay And yeah. it just i was like i want to learn how to do this nice and that was there was no rhyme or reason to it i was like i want to learn how yeah. to do this that's this. cool and so i kind of had that in the back of my head for two years i was talking to a friend and she knew of uh, an academy okay a coffee academy yeah And from what I understood, the guy was, he was Korean, but he was from Canada. Okay. So he spoke perfect English. Nice. And I assumed that the class was going to be in English. I don't know why. I just thought it was going to be in English. (laughs) And so I went ahead and paid my money, signed up for a 15-week course. It was about an hour and a half outside of my city. So to get there, I had to take a bus. Right when school ended, I had to run down to the bus and take a bus to the city terminal, the Uh bus terminal, and then take another I like a 40 minute bus to a different city called, uh-huh. um, I don't even, uh, Chongju. That's called Chongju. Yeah. Um, out in the middle of the rice fields and then take another taxi to get to this coffee shop. And we had the class in a, in the attic of the, wow, of their, that's incredible. Shop, all these espresso machines. So I, I was there for my first class and I'm, um, The only thing in English was the introduction and the main teacher walked out and the assistant walked in. Oh no. So he spoke only Korean and I was there with other, uh, the other baristas. And so I was like, I I don't even know. I think I was maybe like 25, 26. I'm like, I can't believe I'm this age and still, you know, getting myself into these kind of situations. Yeah. But it was probably one of the best like mistakes because the people were very nice. They helped me. Mm. Um, I would have to leave at a certain time during the class because to get back home, the Bus station would close, so I'd have to take a taxi and then two trains home and wow. get home, yeah. Um, and then I would teach, go to school next the next day and teach Incredible. classes. Incredible! So it was, it was something that was, I was like, I'm gonna do this, you know, yeah. Um, something
0: about it just kind of for like, well, I always say this when you're when you find your passion, it doesn't feel like exactly. work, mm-hmm. it feels like you're exciting, like you're going away from the. The hard stuff and going to your favorite secret yes, local yeah. spot that mm-hmm. like you're like so excited to go and you're anticipating what you might learn or what you might like exactly take away that day so it's not work it's just really yes, like fun
1: yeah. yeah so that was uh but it's it i got my certification um 15 weeks later i yeah. went ahead and we had to do all these cappuccinos, lot, the, the latte art, and do a specialty drink in front of three judges that came down from Seoul, and then wow. ten of the other baristas, and then our teacher and the assistant. So it was like a, it was yeah. a serious thing. And is everyone it and, pass or is it like pass fail sort of situation? Um, I, well, I, in my class, everyone passed because we had been practicing pulling shots for like fifteen weeks, so if, <laughs> yeah. if we didn't pass it. Didn't <laughs> yeah, if you did bad, bad it's pretty.
0: Yeah. You weren't paying attention. You yeah. weren't
1: focused. You weren't doing anything. But <laughs> I got nervous. I got nervous because <laughs> I wasn't yeah. sure. But uh, fortunately, the. The professor or the teacher had told me that the actual exam was in English and he had to translate it into Korean for them. So that was the one thing. (laughs) Well done. You're like, yes,
0: welcome to my world. (laughs) That was the one thing that was a little
1: bit ahead of the curve was that I was able to, um, that they actually had to translate for them. So that was, that was kind of nice, a bit nice for me because I don't know what I would have done if it would have all been been in Korean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh But I did spend those, um, the class was only once a week. I spent that time between classes translating. From the, the recipes because i had to learn the recipes yeah. and so i would do that they gave us all these recipes and out in english just korean english or it's called hangul okay. and just spend that week and so i have i still have the original notes that nice. i have the Very korean cool. and english notes
0: that's so awesome so, i love but that was,
1: but so i ended up getting my certification i went back to school did that two months i didn't work with an espresso machine and i was thinking okay i'm not going to be able to do this latte art if i don't practice yeah and so uh, i've never been an apprentice at um pretty much anything on an internship. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ask this teacher and see if she can ask the local coffee, sh- local coffee shops. I couldn't get a second job because of my visa, but uh, I could wash dishes, you know? I okay. could do, I could clean up a cafe and they could teach me, yeah. could have been exchange. Yeah. And so, two months passed and i remember i went to this one cafe it's called may Forest cafe and to me it was the most beautiful cafe it was next to a maybe about a 10 minute walk to a buddhist temple okay and it was like on the side of a mountain and it was three stories a very very unique cafe so yeah. i was very fortunate that i was even able to work there yeah and the owners were like amazing you know just to allow allow you know i was a foreigner over there yeah and to so.
0: to allow a perfectly like stranger stranger Mm -hmm. yeah perfectly nice stranger at that but it's like you know it's a stranger nonetheless Mm -hmm. and it's really one of those things that like they have to like yeah it's a trust it's a a trust thing Mm -hmm. yeah it's so great that like so what about this like three like is you said it was three stories
1: yeah it was three stories
0: dude that's yeah that's
1: so big Mm -hmm. it's uh yeah
0: do you do you understand can you understand or fathom why it was three stories or why the tradition allows it to be so
1: popular like that I, well, for, I, from what I understand, I know bits and pieces of the history of that. I guess it used to be, um, it was a restaurant and they came in and they bought it out. So, it was originally a restaurant. Got it. Um, and so, where the location of it, those are like, that's a norm for those buildings. Uh-huh. But for a cafe, like that's that's big, right? I mean, yeah. that's a really big uh, deal. So, when I show people pictures, it's very different from what they think, you know. What a cafe yeah. is. Yeah. And so, um, they started, you know, doing everything they served c- no, was like... Could be on in the front of a magazine because they took it so seriously. Yeah, and I was very grateful that I learned from them because Mm it kind of goes on to my business too. Yeah, I remember. um, There's a
0: level. There's a level of like you know intensity and 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 you professionalism that goes along with it. Yeah.
1: And I could not do a, the heart, the little latte heart, for the life of me. Really? I wanted to quit so many times. And they made me so nervous because everything, in my opinion, everything they did was perfection. Mm-hmm. That even when I did the, the pour overs, mm-hmm. my hand would shake in front of them. It was wow. that serious. yeah. And so now I kind of realized maybe that was a little bit ridiculous. But I was so, I wanted it like to perfect it so much. Yeah. That it. I don't know. It kind of yeah, it took over, yeah, mm-hmm. it took over your nerves. You get, yeah.
0: you get a little shy and like, yeah. I totally get it. Cause I'm the same way where I want, I want the expertise to look at me like, oh, he's not incapable. Mm-hmm. Like he's capable. And yes. so that, you know, that sometimes comes along with nerves and yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally, <laughs> I'm I'm the same page yeah, as that you. Was, uh,
1: that was, yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy time, <laughs> time to do that. So, so when did you leave? I left in 2015. Okay. Is there any particular reason why you left? Um, it was just time, there, but I mean, I still went back to visit. I still go yeah. back to visit uh, a lot for a lot of the teachers. Things just kind of like plateau once you're there for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So I mean, I met some incredible people there. Still yeah. keep in contact, you know, through Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Um, they were like family, you know, family awesome. away from family. Yeah. Um, but I think there was just a time where people just kind of okay, we're done. Yeah. And so transition. Yeah. I like but that. it was uh, but coming back was difficult. The reverse culture shock was really difficult. really Yeah that was a tough one because I used to live in the middle of the rice fields oh, and then yeah, I came yeah, back yeah. living here. Yeah, it's and different. So, way different. Mm-hmm. And then I had there was a period I mean I lived in the in uh, it, like between a city and a village. it was kind of like in the in sure. the middle. so yeah. it wasn't the rice fields the whole time but still coming back. Over there, it's we walk everywhere, yeah. And so, actually, my little logo is the little running man, <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah have, that was me yeah. always running to catch the bus. <laughs> so, and there's actually Korean on top of his head, and it says, uh, in Korean, it's way, which means why because I was always asking them, Why do you do this? Why do that? <laughs> yeah, so, um, That's my beautiful. logo has a lot of uh ties in with, with my experience yeah. back in Korea,
0: the, the little nuances, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, is so when you came back and realizing going through this culture shock, was there a moment where What was the moment for you to choose
1: this pouch method or this pour-over method for the cup? It's weird because there were hints along the way. Okay. So I remember staying up, writing down everything I would need to do a kiosk. Okay. But there was an opportunity to do a Christmas, like a breakfast and do a pour-over thing. Got it. And I wanted to take in the carafe. Uh, I had a little grinder. I wanted to do it just like they did in Korea where Mm -hmm. they have everything and they, you know, do everything fresh right there. The problem was I couldn't get past security with all this stuff, oh. and so I found that out the night before. Huh. So I had these filters, and so I packaged eighty of these things and had three, you know, three little Tupperware boxes with uh, where they were from, like yeah. Peru, Colombia, that kind of stuff. And I was able to do this breakfast with, and it's just me. So I had three little Tupperware boxes, my cups, my water, and I was able to do a whole setup yeah. and do like seven coffees at once. Beautiful, yeah, so that that's was so cool. The, that was that little that. That kind of started it, yeah. And the response was excellent. So,
0: there, you know what? I'll tell you what. I, I, we've had all sorts of coffee, and literally, when we like you gave us the free sample, I thought to myself, "What is this coffee? Okay. Like, what?" We? Yes, yes, I really had. I, I had a moment of questioning, but I drank the coffee. It's really good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it's it. So good. Thank you. And you gave us. I think you gave us Ethiopian. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was. I was like, oh my gosh
1: wow like this is really good <laughs> coffee you. um do you pick hand pick these or so i'm actually working with um a really good friend of mine he's randy from xanadu coffee okay coffee roasters and so he's helped me out a lot
0: that's awesome And so
1: he kind of helps me figure out which yeah. ones work well with the filters and now i'm roasting and because of him he's helping out with so that so good. there was a time where i was ordering from him and it was just little batches and then business started to grow a little bit expanded i needed to start roasting it myself and figuring out things on my own but he's been A huge help yeah with that
0: okay so now that you were at this event and you had to do the pour over method because of security was that with the mechanism that holds the coffee in place like the um the little, little filters? The little filters like that expand out, were they the final product when
1: you were at yes, that first event? Even, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, these have been around since the 80s. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, so I a... didn't know if that was like a new thing no, no, or no, no. an I'm glad that you brought that up. So that was the, the main thing. So when I was at the markets, people kept asking me if I invented them. They've been around since. Yeah.
0: I bet that mm-hmm. that's
1: why people are like like, I was yeah. about to ask, did you invent this or and, was that something new? And it's really weird because I remember when I first arrived in Korea, I went to, there's a place called E-Mart. It's kind of like our... Um, Kind of like a target or okay. a Walmart. Yeah. Like a target, more like a target. Yeah. I remember picking up a box of these and then putting them back. Hmm. And I just I have that 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 memory. Now for me I didn't have to use them because again there were fifty thousand coffee shops. Absolutely. So I could just yeah. go in and um so that was but when I came back I don't know, it was just a lot of weird things that started popping up, little puzzle pieces, you know? Yeah. And so little by little, just kind of started piecing them together. And yeah. so I got into a couple of farmer's markets, but I had that. People were like, did you invent them? And so that's, I had to figure out how I could tell them, you know, no, yeah. I didn't. And But this, you know, kind of, I came back and I'm starting to educate people on how to, Beautiful. How to use it.
0: And so. was that something that you like, is that a fondness for you to p- kind of have to explain this? Cause I know for me, one of the big hurdles for us was trying to explain what a podcast was okay. and trying to reintroduce people into understanding that these are conversations and like yes. little radio, like conversation interviews. Mm. And you know, it was hard at first cause it took time to, for the overall community or the overall community of Phoenix to understand, because it was, podcasts were still kind of new. Yes, yeah. So it's still, now it's it's a little less, like hard for us to kind of introduce that idea of a podcast. Yes. So have you seen those? Like, have you been through that method or through that kind of situation? Yes.
1: And it was also, cause I didn't know how to really sell and market my own business too. So that was a yeah. little bit on my soul. Like I remember my first market, I would um, ask people, do you drink coffee? And they would say, oh, I've already had mine for today. And then it would walk by. <laughs> So it was pretty much there three hours just saying good morning and asking people if they drank coffee. That was it. And I wasn't making any sales. And I remember one time I picked up the filter. I'm like, have you seen this? And I didn't care if they drank coffee, tea, hot cocoa, anything. I just needed people to come to my booth. And when I started asking them, did you see, have you seen this before? Oh no. What is it? And that's when I started getting People that yeah. come over, and maybe they didn't drink coffee, but maybe they know somebody. They knew somebody that did, yeah. and that was my hook. That was the Dude, first. What a sale! What a what a <laughs> so. what
0: a pivot in for for teaching people about sales method and to teach them about uh, perseverance. Yes. Um, what a fun little story to just change one little sentence to change your yes. the, your approach is so beautiful and yes, like in yeah. the attempt. Like because you know, I agree with you. There's there's a hard there's a hard thing to introduce or introduce, like try to gain someone's, um, you know, get them to perk up and and pay attention to Mm you. So as you know, that whole idea of like, you know, do you like coffee? No, I have my cup. Like, yes, you know, yeah. it's so, it's such a nail in the head sort of situation. Mm-hmm. You figured it out just to go from yeah, one question <laughs> yeah. to another and just,
1: just yeah. go. Yeah. So simple. That was a couple of weeks before I figured that one out. <laughs> I was like, this isn't working. How do, yeah. how do people run businesses? If this is how it is? <laughs> yeah. So it was a lot of, it was a lot of that, but it was, um, it's been a great experience so far, you know, again, ups and downs. I I'm grateful now for those, those lows though. Yeah, because so they teach grateful. you so much yes, yeah.
0: and they um, they show you growth. They show you strength. They show yes. you so much about who you are mm-hmm. as a business owner, as an individual, someone who's just starting out. Like there's so much that needs to go on in the beginning, yes. especially with those lows. It, it um, just shows the level of commitment and the level of skill that you yes, have. Yeah. So, you know, that's I really do like I I really do. am, am, am And impressed by what you oh, are you. bringing here today um let me ask you this
1: so were you a big coffee drinker when you first started out um i remember i remember in college um my friend and i were studying and i had like a frappuccino it wasn't it was a nothing from like a, nam, a name brand coffee shop it was just a little kiosk i had a mocha and a blueberry muffin and it was so much sugar and i just thought i don't know i i don't even know i don't yeah. i don't i can't even explain how like jittery i felt and I was like, I can never do this again. Yeah, um, I felt really bad that that oh, morning. Wow. It was just so much sugar. Um, and then I remember, you know, doing the 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 dessert drinks, mm-hmm. and that's like, you know, we have, um, and that's that's one thing when I when people come to me at the market and they're like, oh, I don't like this company everybody has their own thing so i'm very careful not to say oh yeah they're not that great i really don't because i want to talk about cafe and poros yeah not about any bigger yeah because bigger. obviously they're doing something right if yeah. they you know they have all these right. customers yeah <laughs> they obviously doing, and they've paved the way for us so yeah. grateful for that um look but, at you not bash mouthing yeah, so, <laughs> other people really, so, well, look i love that because uh, we're the same
0: way we don't like to bash mouth i mean we're a very positive you know pair and that's one of the things is like I've always wanted this to be a community. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to keep the positivity going. Yes, yeah. And so that's what we're about. Like, honestly, you are impressing me on so oh, many they, levels. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. keep going. Um, yeah, coffee, like particular to coffee, like, you know, did you go, you had the dessert drinks, but did you switch to black?
1: Yeah, well, that was in Korea. So back in college, I had a small espresso machine. I would layer drinks for friends. That was oh, okay. a, that was just that little bit. Yeah. Um, when I went to Korea, the coffee shop was kind of like a little haven for me. It was just a little sanctuary. So I could not say caramel macchiato for the life of me in Korean. And it's it's like caramel macchiato. It sounds the exact same in English and Korean, yeah. but I couldn't I couldn't say it. Yeah. So I was like Americano. Americano. Which is espresso <laughs> and water. I was like, just give me an Americano. Yeah. And that's when my palate started to change. I was okay. like, oh, this is good without any milk and sugar. And yeah. you know, once in a while, if you want to add milk and sugar, it's fine. But it didn't need it. Yeah. And so that's when my taste started, my like my palate started to change. When I came back and I had a dessert, Drink? Whatever, it yeah. was strong, like wow. it was super strong. And the diet is different over there, it's, yeah. you know, is all vegetables and you know, different types of meat. But, um, so, so you're saying diet. the
0: acidis, acidis, acidicy, acidicy? acidity, oh,
1: acidity, acidity, the acidity, acidity,
0: there we go. Acidity is different from the two regions, like from America coffee to Korean coffee. I think
1: it was how it was prepared, okay. Um, and I was only used to like a certain, you know, just like the fast stuff, or <laughs> just so usually if they're. Well, I mean, not not usually, but sometimes when um, a particular business does really well with the dessert drinks, maybe they they mm. lack they um, don't focus too much on the just like black coffee or just espresso. Yep. Now there's a great balance. I think now companies are, or businesses are this, trying to do both. Yeah, I mean, not trying but are. are I doing think great the job. perspective
0: is there are a mm. very strong particular yes. black mm-hmm. coffee culture and mm-hmm. then the the dessert yes, kind yeah. of intrinsic kind of mm-hmm. coffee.
2: One of our favorite Finding Arizona guests, Mezcal Careño, has changed the agave scene in Arizona with their premium artisanal mezcal. This smoky spirit is made the same way today that it was in 1904 in Oaxaca. Produced from a rare wild agave, Mezcal Careño offers a unique flavor like nothing else. You now have the opportunity to experience this amazing spirit with the locally curated events from documentary screenings, Oaxacan Sip and Paint Nights, Mezcal Dinner Pairings, and complimentary tasting events across Arizona. Check out their socials at Mezcal US, or for event details, you can visit their site, www.mezcalcarrenous.com forward slash FIND-US to locate nearest restaurants or stores to experience today. Looking for a meaningful baby shower gift? Or perhaps a new bedtime story that shares a message of love with your kids? For listeners who are moms or moms-to-be, or if you have a mom, mother figure, or mom friends, we've got the perfect gift for you to gift your kids or the moms in your life. It's a hardcover illustrated book. The Color of Mother is written by Arizona author, Chelsea Young, as a tribute to moms to acknowledge them for who they are while showing kids they are loved. The Color of Mother is a story for children up to age 10 that encourages creativity. It helps them express their feelings and it teaches a lesson of gratitude and is a token of appreciation for moms of any age or any stage of motherhood. Order your signed copy for $24.99 at coloreverything.love, that's dot L-O-V-E. The price includes a custom message, shipping, and a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Phoenix Domestic Violence Shelter Sojourner Center. Find a list of places to purchase The Color of Mother, including nine Phoenix area stores, and order your copy at coloreverything.love.
0: For you, I wanna ask about kind of the daily business stuff um you know you've taught told us that you've educated yourself in the coffee world and kind of gone through it now that you're in the thick of it of working what's a typical week like how are you roasting like what's the roasting schedule like what can you tell us about it well i try
1: to roast weekly and then i do the markets last year i was doing like Seven markets a week. It was it was crazy. Yeah, and I'm actually I'm actually an English teacher. Oh, okay. So I teach students in China. So I did 11 classes this morning. Gotcha. And I have 17 oh. classes tomorrow. So Dude, I started. So at,
0: are you going like to different schools? Or are you? Or I teach online.
1: online. Oh, you teach I online. Teach online. Okay. So I um nice. I started that when my business wasn't going. Yeah. My, per- my parents are like okay what are you gonna gotta do? balance the yeah. two yeah i was like
0: dude we, i yeah. mean honestly i'm a landscape architect Brittany uh, okay. is in the healthcare business so it's like this isn't our, our yes, normal yeah. nine you know mm-hmm. nine to five but you know we understand like mm-hmm. you know you got to grind it out too it's like you are you are the head you are like multiple exactly. hats you're you're invoicing you're yes, reaching yeah. out you're networking
1: you're mm-hmm. doing it all it's just and it's that and teaching actually helped my business good so with teaching my uh in my head, my idea of failing was coming back to teach because I already mm-hmm. taught. Okay. I was here to, I moved back to America to start a business. Yeah. So I didn't want to teach again. Got
0: it. Um, I understand that. But
1: I needed to have freedom to work on my business. So then it went back to teaching. Teaching, yeah. So I started teaching online. So I got, you know, quote unquote, got to see myself, you know, every single morning failing because you could see yourself. It's a portal like Skype. Uh, and so I was so disappointed in myself. Like, dude, it was what a, a, it what a funny like way to
0: think about a it.
1: Mirror, I mean, yeah, a mirror. Yeah, like image. that That mirror image yes, when you
0: yeah. put, put up your laptop and you yes. just start going. It's like the first thing you yes, see uh-huh. and you're just like, I can't believe I'm, I'm not doing this. Again. Yeah, I yeah. can't
1: believe I'm doing this or I can't believe I'm not like working mm-hmm. on my business. Exactly. So that was, I mean, talk about getting kicked. I mean, that was like every single constant. It's a daily gut punch. Yes. And then the hours flipped. I work on their schedule. So yeah. I remember my first, uh, my first week, I opened up all these classes because I needed money. So I was like, I'm just going to open a bunch. I didn't realize they were all going to get booked. I got booked seven hours, in a, seven hours in a row for the whole week straight. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And <laughs> you think that if you work all night, then you can sleep during the day. It didn't work that way. I would sleep for an hour and then wake up. Jeez. So it was, it was tough. Yeah. It was really, and it was tough for a lot of teachers, too. But that, like a couple of uh, months in... We have to sing with the students. I work with uh, four to 13-year-olds. With the younger students, they need to be entertained. Lots of props. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you're teaching them through the computer. you got to keep them entertained. Because yeah. if not, they'll just do whatever. Yeah. And then the the parents won't rebook you. And, you know, that's those are customers. Those are clients. Absolutely. They don't, the company doesn't just give you uh, the, the, parents. Yeah.
0: They. they The parents get
1: to decide, and they're, yeah. they're at their leisure. So that was a huge thing. But that helped me. Like singing with the students, we had to do a hello song and a goodbye song. Uh-huh. It helped loosen up. And because I was so, I guess I felt so bad about my business. I just kind of, it was a stress reliever to sing and to act with the kids. My, they uh, released an app about a year in and we got to see our stats. And I think I had like, I think I had three unsatisfactory classes, uh, 30 good classes. And I had 5,600 excellent reviews and that was a huge confidence booster, massive dude. And that's why I was getting booked like constantly. Yes. And so that, that, that helped me out a lot. And that was, I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. I need to take this attitude and apply it to my business. Mm -hmm. And so when I started to be more relaxed at the markets, those customers started to come in. Wow. That's how I wasn't trying to sell so much. It was just, look what I have and look how how beautiful is that so it was uh (laughs) yo (laughs) you have the best stories and the way that you like I think
0: it comes from your education side but it's like the way that you bring these little tidbits in one by one and I'm just like so impressed by like yeah for someone who's just starting out as a business owner I have to say like we've had business owners like fail either you know whatever it may be and then who are just starting out that are frustrated we've had you know mid-level people like still frustrated, you know, trying to figure out how to hone in on their market. And you, a teacher, someone who's, you know, passion came later in life, yes, yeah. you know, at that level of like, you can see the flow of like, yeah, yes, yeah. it's gonna have some ups and downs, mm-hmm. but you're the type of person that says, okay, well, if I'm gonna have it down, I'm gonna use this down yes, yeah. to force me to go up and yes. and use the, the lessons from the down allow me to go upward
1: yeah well actually i have a funny this is a funny story (laughs) i remember my family was sitting at the dining room table and i was completely lost and i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do i remember putting my head on the table i just put my head on the table i went blank and that's actually how my slogan popped in make the world your cafe i don't know where that how it just popped in so that was that little um that was like that compass. Of like I have something now. I can't open up a coffee shop, but anywhere someone brews my coffee, that's my cafe. You know? So that's yeah. that's kind of like where that started. And so now, when those little dips happen, I was like, okay, what am I supposed to? What what less am I going to get from this yeah. now? It's not so much a "woe is me" type of thing that yeah. we we usually go to when when things aren't working out for us. So
0: yeah, I'm so impressed. Like really, I am. And so you. You're roasting weekly now?
1: Yes. Uh, right now, like I'm going to be taking some time off and then the summer it kind of drops. But yeah, I'm, I have a subscription service now. Okay. So now it's going to be, yeah, nice. it's going to be an ongoing.
0: Yeah, I like so. that. I love the, that system that you just step by step. You can, you can kind of see how your business has grown in these little steps and moving forward and just pushing the envelope just a little yes. bit at a time. And, you know, that's so impressive. Have you felt... What have you felt from the community as far as the coffee drinkers and as far as the coffee co- culture goes? I know for myself, I used to work when I, we first started this podcast. I used to work right next to Infusion Coffee and Tea. Oh,
1: okay. I've been, yeah. I, did, I actually did a cupping there. I did oh, yeah, a coffee yeah. cupping they, there. They do everything there. They have mm-hmm. the
0: classes, the court, like yes, literally yeah. custom-made um, like um, the machine. Yes, yeah. And I, you know, meeting those guys. It made me understand that there's more to the barista world than meets yes, the yeah. eye. And so they were teachers. They do the comp, the world competition. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just kind of learning about the world and roasting and yeah. and the level of, like, intricacies that goes into it. I was, I was, I was hooked yes, a little yeah. bit almost to the point of like, I wanted to work for these guys myself. Oh, okay, it was, yes, yeah. It's all inclusive. Yes, I mean, yes, you yeah. get to see the like teaching aspect and, and on the exactly. business side and, you know, a little bit of everything. So I would like to understand, you know, what have you heard or what have you gained from the culture and from the people in the community
1: it's been great so far um my my thing is i live so far i live in goodyear okay (laughs) that's my thing so a lot of time when they have the latte like my first year i was going you know to chandler to gilbert all that kind of stuff but it's quite of a drive it's it's a bit of a drive and then all the construction so now i'm not able to do like the, the latte art competitions and all that kind of so that that's the one little bit of a downer but there's actually quite a few coffee shops opening up in yeah in, in uh, the West Valley now, my only issue is my work schedule. You know, if I'm teaching, <laughs> you know, teaching at night and in the morning, that's the only thing. But you know, slowly, slowly but surely, my business will start to kind yeah, of replace even that out. Yeah, but I it's kind of funny because I was asked the other day if I would ever just like quit that teaching job. I don't think I can anymore. I have. The family's now inviting me over to certain places, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't leave. I mean, yeah. i taught them some of these kids where I was teaching them the ABCs, and now we're talking about the planets. Wow, and so yeah, there's, yeah, there's the a level
0: cycle. of intimacy, yeah. That, so, how you know, could I ever? How could just, you walk away
1: from yeah, that, especially when you, yeah.
0: when they want to be with you and mm-hmm. they want to learn from you so
1: badly? Mm-hmm. And Look, teacher, I lost a tooth, I'm like, oh, you know, oh, and then damn. teaching them about the tooth fairy, you know, the cult, the whole yeah. cultural thing, yeah. too, and them teaching me about Chinese New Year, and it's, it's great. Beautiful. So, I don't think I'll ever. I'll ever leave that, that God, job. It's so
0: great. I love, you know, and that is somewhere I want to go to. I've always talked about wanting to um, take a trip to Japan and then, you know, another trip to China. And we, I have all of these hopes and dreams because awesome. I'm, I'm fairly, um, I like to read and I like, To look at um map books and i've always been a traveler so i I really enjoy different cultures and um getting to know what the area and what the landscape looks like i'm a landscape architect so you know i'm i'm so fascinated when especially in like those kind of foreign countries where they're still appreciative towards nature and and towards Mm -hmm. um you know their outside realm exactly yeah yeah. So uh, is there anything that you particularly have goals for for this business later down the road?
1: Well, this is kind of a fun thing. So um, this summer I started doing like custom prints on these little packets. Oh,
0: that's what I wanted to bring up, too. You started this new aspect yes, of like, uh, you know, customizable bags. And that
1: has been great. I think I've only I posted it on Facebook and I got two. I got a couple Well, about two replies from Bride to be oh, uh, Brides to be mm-hmm. or. uh they're going to get married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, a realtor. And so I'm going to be partnering with a company that does jams. And so that oh, I think is going to be my year. real. Yeah, that'll be yes. definitely
0: fun. Mm-hmm. Kind you of can... combo coffee, yes. breakfast, mm-hmm. jams.
1: Oh, That's going to be great to do. And it's I, it's low minimum. So I'm a small business. I can do things that people just want, like a, a thank you gift or something yeah. small. And so that I think is going to be an excellent, uh, <sighs> an excellent thing. So I just started this week. So you, and I'm getting a great response. So. It'd be
0: cool to like see a package, like a, a jam and coffee. Yes, uh-huh. like, like
1: packet, mm-hmm. oh man anything so a, a logo a little message i can print yeah. anything on there and put some and they can enjoy their cup of coffee what
0: you know? a smart way to do also estate, like you know yes, you, yeah. you deal a lot with customers mm-hmm. who just want coffee and water and that
1: what yeah. a, what so, a yeah. smart idea so i got an order for a wedding and then another one for like a i guess when a baby's born instead of passing out cigarettes you're gonna pass <laughs> out i'm like how funny is that yeah what a fun instagram post that would be yeah and and think about it. it's like there's so many
0: particular like in the world there are very particular people who like just coffee or like yes. they like just a something like mm-hmm. and it's so fascinating to meet those people too cuz yes, it's like yeah. it's just like right up your alley they yeah, they yeah. can help you so much exactly. and and I'm very I'm very astute to those kind of like moments where it's like wow what a funny way to like take something and then s- and make it your own yes yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so have you been fairly impressed by some of these orders or are you like with
1: this one uh but be, there's it's not a big res- it's just a small little resort thing that i guess in prescott they've uh were kind of in the works with that so i'm hoping that this was what really kind of this is yeah. what takes off and i love doing it yeah, i love doing yeah. it so but these previous i've been in business for about three years has helped me kind of refine my process on you know what uh what to offer and how to offer it and make sure it's yeah. you know you know, professional manner and yeah absolutely. you know because you know, we have as, as small business owners sometimes we have limits yeah and we don't want to get ourselves in, in any crazy binds either that, yeah that it's like business. if you're ordering too much you're kind of yeah. shooting
0: yourself in the foot so we want to yeah. just
1: make sure you know to focus on quality as well exactly so um but i'm, I'm really this is what I'm, I'm super excited about this so i've had a really good response i'm excited we'll for see, you because oh, that's
0: a that's a easily enough uh, like such a a small hop to like generate your brain to it's like what can i attach to this coffee element breakfast
1: and you know (laughs) i'll tell you a story you know how i ended up doing that was that because in the summer i had an order and i almost missed it because i was stamping everything Ah. and that's that problem i came up with a different solution was starting to you know print them beautiful so it was because i almost missed an order
0: that and what Uh and like, again, I'm so impressed. Mm-hmm. You take a low, like it's something like I almost yep. missed an order. And then you flip it and you're like, you ask yourself, how can I, A, not have this happen again, but B, how can I take advantage of exactly. this moment? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. Yes. Yeah, um, Are you, are you expanding in what, else, like what pieces of, uh, are you expanding your palette? Like, are you going to different farms and trying to test new coffee beans do you get
1: that chance not right now um i am going to be trying to use like different coffee beans because i'm it's only me i only have three right now i have ugandan colombian and ethiopian yeah um I don't want to have so much inventory. That's the other thing is having yeah. a lot of, so I want to focus on what I have, but I do want to start bringing in. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, one day I would do want to go visit the farm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, cause I know infusion, they get, they get mm-hmm. a chance to, well, they know their farmers personally. Yes, and that's yeah. why they order from those particular farmers. But I'm like, so enamored by that. Like, cause that's something to me that like, that speaks volume because when yes. you go to the farm and you meet the farmer and you meet their family, I mean, these guys, the farmers are so sweet. I've heard yes, so yeah. many stories about these coffee farmers. It's
1: actually funny that you said that. Um, so there's a new service that I'll be doing. Uh, I'm actually going to be, uh, kind of like showing it at, at Phoenix flea. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a company that if you scan a little QR code, mm-hmm. so I'm going to start printing them on the packets. Yeah. You will, you will be able to read the story of the farmers and they're the ones typing it so it's it's a direct there's no changes it's a direct link nice so th- when you scan the back the back of a packet with your phone you're going to be able to read about their family where the coffee comes from yeah. all this kind of stuff that's so, that's so like beautiful a, i love so that i'm not able to go personally over there right now but i'm able to get their story to whoever's drinking their coffee even better yeah. i
0: love that you know because that's one of the things that like people forget to half the times that these beans come from somewhere else yes, and they're yeah. you know they're you know bought wholesale Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes coffee farmers for whatever reason they're so nice yes they undersell a lot of their beans Mm and i you know that's one of the things that gets me it's like i will pay a good cup of coffee the right price yes and that's that's who that's why i choose certain like that's why i don't drink a lot of coffee too okay is that i you know i'm very particular about what you know i'll like i told you i'll try anything once especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to foreign coffee and and things like that but it's just like that's one aspect of it that's yes, yeah. one particular reason i don't drink big name coffee is just because yes, i feel yeah. some kind of way about it yes <laughs> you yeah. know mm. it's just one thing that i can do i know that i have control of yes yes so yeah um i i want to ask also too it's like you yourself have a blog that you post on or at least from what i saw you have different versions of how you show how to make these yes and so i got like ice coffee so yes, we talked uh-huh. about like mm-hmm people come to you it's like i already have my coffee or i'm only particular about this kind of coffee there's opportunity to make these the way Mm -hmm. you want to make them like ice
1: coffee yeah ice coffee yes you can do ice coffee um that one's an easy one just add some that one you'll add a couple of cubes of ice pour the hot water and then top it with more ice so you're not melting the whole thing you can do a latte you put um I like it, but it works better with an ice latte. So you put ice and whole milk on the bottom and then you start pouring with this little filter on top and it'll layer it. So if nice. you have a guest, yeah. you can layer a drink for them. Sweet. And it's really nice. Yeah. Um, it looks cool too. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> a nice little, uh, little, just a layered drink. And then yeah. if you want, add some caramel on the bottom and then layer it and then you have your, Boom. you know, like, or chocolate, you know, like um, some chocolate syrup. I mean, pretty much anything. And yeah. then you have your flavored, your coffee if you want to do yeah. that.
0: I love, I love that because, you know, like we were discussing, it's like people are particular about what kind of coffee yes, they yeah. get. And so to be able to do transition or to make your own in the style that you want is really a good idea. Yes, and yeah. to show that on a blog that you have the capability of yes. doing that with your product mm-hmm. is so smart. And I think that you should think about doing the same qr code but just with the blog post Oh, posts. yes
1: yeah, yeah that's smart yeah
0: yeah it's sort of like if you like are doing something f- special for a certain business be like you know we have a specialty drink that's on the qr code yes that's and, a good idea yeah. yeah
1: it's like it'll link it yeah
0: yeah there you go <laughs> i'm like i, lo- no, I, I like love that, yeah. i love pitching ideas to yeah, people that's, that's too a good idea. it's like it's so much fun for me to get like because if i have an idea i'm like <gasps> Like, I'm like, here, here, take this one. Take this one.
1: (laughs) That's good. Thank you.
0: Um, Is there, I mean, for you, like, let me ask you a little bit of like the personal side. Are you, how much, nah, here we go. I'm always asking how much, but I want to know, it's like, do you feel like you've invested a lot into this business? And do you feel like you, you feel like it's, the word is like going somewhere, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's like, do you feel like your amount of effort and the amount of investment that you put in has been something significant in your life?
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, maybe if you would ask me a year ago, I would have said no. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> or maybe two years ago, it would have been no. Because it's you know that's kind of in that that weird phase. But yeah. you know, just like when I can figure out like how to print stuff, I don't sleep at night because I'm so excited about being able to take it I, to the next level. Because I don't know what that's going to branch out into. That's you so know? beautiful. So just to have that kind of excitement from just something so. I guess so something so, so simple. simple. Yeah. That's when I see those returns or when I have a customer come back if for some reason if I missed a, a market and they're like we we missed you last week but you know we you know so we made we had it to uh, yeah. come back this week you know we made sure that to come back to get your coffee. That makes me really happy that they're there to see come to my booth and for sure. to buy my coffee and so those little returns are and then you know we all want to be you know, financially set as well in a small yeah. business. So one day it will get to that yeah. where I don't have to, I don't have to teach to kind of supplement that. But yeah, for the most part, yes, because mm-hmm. it's you know it's as a, as small business owners, it's their ideas. Yeah, kind of giving birth to these ideas. <laughs> a lot of pain in that. You know, yep. a lot Absolutely. of pain. So now when I go to the farmers markets and I see someone new next to me, and I have a lot of not I, mean, I don't have a lot of customers, but if I have people coming to me and they don't have anybody. I make sure to tell them it took time. It took me two years. My booth did not look anything like this two years ago. (laughs) I was, you know, I think my first market I did, I think I did 14 classes before the market. I was just a zombie. I was, my eyes were bloodshot. I didn't make any sales. And so I I was exhausted. Yeah. Um, I had some type of plastic packaging. So everything melted (gasps) because of the sun to where I was. I mean, it was a mess. So usually when I have, I see new business owners that look a little, I'm like, it takes time. Yeah. It takes, it takes yeah. time, you know, don't just, feel bad. Yeah. Just
0: keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's good that you do that. That's so good. It, is there anyone that you want to shout out that you feel like has made a big difference in your life or has guided you, like mentored
1: you at all? Or, um, well my family for, Oh, I do want to say one thing though. This is yeah. kind of a funny thing for small business owners. When I, cause I hear a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, like, I don't know, gurus or, you know, the business people, yeah. you got to keep doing it no yeah. matter what. Usually when you get like, I guess criticize or critique, sometimes it's for a reason. Yeah. It's like a natural thing of, because now I'm grateful for a lot of the stuff. Before that, I took offense to that. Maybe the packaging was if I understand now. Yeah. So that's, I I am very grateful to like, you know, family and friends that are supportive, but still will give me that opinion. Constructive. criticism. And that's one thing that I tell the owners. I was like, please be a hundred percent honest with me. I want to, Mm -hmm. if this isn't right, let me know. I'd rather, I'd much rather let you you know yeah absolutely from you and try to fix it then yeah to do a a bunch of something and then it'd be yeah you know kind of affect the quality of the product so absolutely that's you know family friends and then I have my mentors at ASU and in Goodyear um, the project manager there so there's been a lot of people that have just been you know kind of I really really
0: do enjoy that because that's one aspect that I hope that everyone can take away from um, this process or this kind of life goals and things like that there's always people there to help you there's always yes, yeah. there's always um you're not doing really this alone by yourself there's are there's or there will be people like family and friends but there's other aspects yes yeah. mentors and things like that i feel like are supplemental and helpful too yes, yeah. um you know thank you again for coming in here no, i mean no, we blew you. past like this whole time and you know i i have to say it's like meeting you and then you know taking the next step and actually having you come in here thank has you. been just a, a real eye opener for me because I can look at you and, and come as weird as this is I can see myself in you. Like this Ooh. is is definitely something that you know we've worked hard to get to here and it's not an easy process, yes, especially yeah. when you first start out. But it's like I can tell you the same exact thing you tell everyone else. It's this is a process. Yes, this yes, is something man. that we've worked tirelessly yes, yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah but there will be ups and downs and you know I can definitely say that you are going about it the right way. I appreciate it. Thank can, you so much. just from your stories. Yeah. So Thank you. um now is your chance to we hold the end for you to give everyone your plugs. Everyone needs to know your social media handle, okay. your website, if you have um, uh, a phone number you want people to go to, anything and everything. Okay. Um, events, if you have events coming up, please okay. let them know. This is your well, I do
1: have the event in Phoenix, uh, for Phoenix Flea, March 7th. Okay. And then my, uh, my Instagram is Cafe Emporos, C-A-F-E, and then E-M-P-O-R-O-S. Okay. And then my website is cafeemporos.com. They have a Facebook as well, which is great to do orders when you want to do custom orders because you can just send me the photo and I can upload it. And yeah, it's a lot easier that way than email. Awesome. So, but yeah, that's, that's my website, Instagram and Facebook. Those are the main... Mean channels.
0: Well, thank you, Ruben. Again, oh, you so I, like it's been so incredible to get to know you. I love your coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. We have social media too, it's all under Finding Arizona Podcast. Easy to connect with us. Please let us know what cup of coffee you like to have in the morning so that we can tell Ruben here so that he can get some business too. He'll, you know, start changing up the beans. We'll give you all the insights Thank on you, that. Um, and you can also help support us at Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona podcast where we have a bonus podcast called Find Examination. 50 questions that we ask every guest. Ruben's going to step up to the plate next. We're going to go right. I promise it'll be easy. Oh, okay. um, so please join us over there at Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona podcast. That ends our episode tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Ruben, Thank you for you so coming much, in. For we say good night. Good night, y'all. Good night.